and welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and here I talk about my own very unique journey and I hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. Today I'm going to be talking about lies, lies, lies. Is it okay to lie sometimes? Is it not okay to lie sometimes? We're going to get a little bit deeper on this topic and I wanted to get away from talking about the COVID-19 stuff because that seems to be the topic for a lot of us these days. But my hope is for you to listen today and to feel inspired to get out there and spread your wings and fly. Like I mentioned in the intro, I really wanted to get away from talking about COVID-19 coronavirus. That is the topic of most conversations these days. Obviously, it's a big part of our lives now and it's affected everything in our lives, but I thought it would be a good idea to get into a more quote-unquote normal topic and talk about something that I think that we have all experienced before quite a bit. We are going to be talking about lies. I kind of don't even know where to begin with this because I can talk about this for days. But the reason this topic came up and why I wanted to talk about it with you guys is because I was actually on the phone with one of my really good girlfriends last night and she's in quarantine just like most of you guys are right now. So we get on the phone and of course we talk about the things that are going on right now in the world but it's actually really nice because we kind of get into other topics and we've had a lot more time and opportunity to talk about different things and we were talking about relationships and dating and how that is going to really change after all of this going on with the coronavirus and social distancing and it's just really going to change the way we do things including dating and relationships but in speaking about this stuff we started talking about some of our past experiences and some of our dating and the things that we've experienced and unfortunately both of us have experienced a lot of lies and liars and that's actually why both of us are in our 30s and not in relationships we're not married Uh, I mean there are other reasons as well but unfortunately that has played a part in some of our failed relationships and that's actually a huge fear of mine uh, getting lied to being betrayed and unfortunately those are things that I have really experienced a lot of but she was actually telling me about a very recent experience that she had with this guy and they were dating and this was prior to the COVID-19 stuff so they were spending a lot of time together they were going on dates and you know doing the typical dating stuff and it got to the point where they were spending time at each other's places and there were a few times that she went to his place and I guess maybe he got a little comfortable got a little sloppy and And there were some red flags coming up. There was one time that she went over and there were some females shoes in his apartment. Another time she went over there and there was a curling iron on the counter and this guy was not curling his hair. So there were some signs that you know, there was another female involved in his life. And when she did ask him about it, he denied it and said that yes, that he had previously been in a relationship, but that ended. And he actually had expressed to her that these items that she was seeing around his apartment were actually because a friend that's a female happened to have stayed at his place and left these things there. And at this point, you know, I mean, she kind of had no reason to not believe him 
But then little by little, more things started coming up and she started hearing things from mutual friends. And long story short, he was lying to her the whole time and he actually had a girlfriend during this whole time that they were dating. And he made it sound like he had previously had this girlfriend and they had broken up. And again, all the items that she was seeing in his home, he said that they were uh, female friends items. And he had mentioned to her that this female friend was not anything more and that they weren't involved in any way romantically or physically or anything like that. So she was telling me about that story. And I myself, unfortunately, have also experienced some liars. And it's really unfortunate that actually my very first serious boyfriend was a big liar. He actually was messing around with one of his coworkers and call it a woman's intuition, call it what you will. But uh, when I had met one of his female coworkers, there was just something about her and I don't know, just some weird dynamic that I felt between them that just really made me feel uneasy. And uh, he, of course, denied it. And I asked questions and asked if there was anything going on. And he said no. And he started doing really weird things like hiding his phone and um, putting his phone on silent when we were together. And he said that it was because he wanted to spend quality time with me, which was not true. And then I ended up finding some very compromising pictures in his phone of him and this female. So he was lying to me the whole time. And unfortunately, I've had other really young and immature boyfriends that were also messing around with coworkers. So I've dealt with my fair share of liars. And obviously, those are much bigger lies, lies that will end a relationship and that should end a relationship because infidelity should not be going on. Um, but I've also experienced a lot of the little white lies too. And I think we all have, and maybe we have even, or you have even been a person that has maybe, you know, done the little white lie in the name of protecting somebody else and to not want to hurt someone's feelings. And I have heard a lot of that. It might seem actually like a very well-intended action, but in all reality, when somebody is lying to you in the name of, oh, I was protecting you, they're really protecting themselves, really. They're protecting themselves from maybe a response that they're afraid of, a response from you or from someone. Um, if they are inflicting a little bit of pain, they're scared of what response they might get. They're scared of hurting you. They're scared of getting rejected. They're scared of maybe getting some pushback or some retaliation. And maybe the intention is good. But in all reality, when somebody lies, it's to protect oneself. And it's actually coming from a place of fear. Lying is a blanket of fear. If you think back to your childhood, you probably lied a couple of times. And of course, it might have been little lies. They might have not been big lies. They might have been, or maybe they might have been big lies. But it could be something so simple as, did you do your homework? And, oh yeah, I did it, even though you hadn't done it. Or it could be something like lying about who you're going to hang out with or what you're going to be doing. And you could have told your parents that you were going to go study and really you were going to a party where there was going to be a kegger or something. I'm sure you can probably think back to some of the lies that you told as a child and why did you do that? Why? Out of fear. 
to protect yourself. You probably didn't want to get in trouble with your parents. You were probably scared of your parents and scared of the repercussions that would come from telling the truth. So what did you do? You lied. You lied to protect yourself because you didn't want to feel pain. You didn't want to get any sort of rejection or punishment from your parents. So that's a lot of the times why as a child we lie and we really end up taking these habits and these behaviors into adulthood and we lie for the same reasons as an adult. We don't want to feel pain. We don't want to feel rejection. We don't want to deal with repercussions of the things that we do or maybe the things that we say if we're truthful. So we end up lying. And from this comes a big question. Is it okay to lie? Is it okay to sometimes say a little white lie in the name of protecting someone else or maybe to protect yourself? Is it okay? As an adult, sometimes we or other people sometimes lie with big things. I mean, sometimes let's just say, for example, in a relationship, somebody might really lie big. Somebody might tell their significant other that they're out, you know, with the guys and at the gym with guys and they're actually with a whole other family. Or sometimes they might be little white lies. And to a degree, I could get some of those little white lies. For example, if a woman asks her husband, like, hey, does this make me look fat? And the truth might be that it might not look so great. And to protect the wife's feelings, somebody might say, no, not at all. It looks great, even though maybe they don't think that it does. And so, you know, they're doing it to protect them and to be nice to them and to be gentle with them. I understand that to a degree. But the fact of the matter is that you can really get caught in this web of lies, especially when it is something a little bit bigger. And that might not be so easy to keep up with. Can you really keep up with all of your lies? Can you really keep track of them? I'm not saying that you should only lie if you can keep track of your lies. That's not what I'm saying at all. But really think about what lying does. First of all, it's a stress for you. And it's really not okay for a lot of reasons. If you're lying all the time, not only do you have to keep up with these webs of lies, but you also have to deal with a lot of stress, a lot of fear and stress of the truth being revealed. Do you really want to live with that? Is it really, truly worth it? And yes, sometimes we lie to protect others and it seems innocent and harmless, but it can really have a snowball effect. And I really want you to think about that, about the effect that it's going to have. It's like I mentioned earlier, it's really hard to keep up with a ton of little lies. And the fact of the matter is that lies at some point always come to a head. Lies always become revealed, whether it's because you can't keep up with them and something becomes revealed or somebody else reveals it or because you can't deal with it and you might end up just needing to be honest and be truthful because if you are at all a good person, which I feel that most of us are, eventually it's going to eat you up and eventually it's going to cause you to have some guilt. And especially if you are lying to someone that you love, your significant other, your children, your really good friends, your really good coworkers, or even a boss that you think is great. If you're lying to them, eventually it's going to kind of eat you up because we all have a conscience. We all, I truly believe, at the end of the day, want to do good and be good, and it will eat you up inside. So you have to think about whether or not it's worth it. And not only do we sometimes lie to others, but many times we lie to ourselves. And that's something that I'm going to talk about when we come back from break.
Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. In addition to lying sometimes to others, another thing that a lot of people do is lie to themselves. And I can be honest and say that I have done this plenty of times. I have really lied to myself about a lot of things because I want to protect myself and it comes from a fearful place just like all lies do. It is for self-protection. And I can give you a good example. We might tell ourselves that we are happy in a relationship or in a situation or in a job. And we do that to protect ourselves from going through pain. A lot of times we do stay in these situations. We lie to ourselves. We convince ourselves that we're happy. We convince ourselves that we are content, even though we know that we're not. And the reason we do this is because we know that if we admit to ourselves that we are not happy, if we are honest with ourselves and say, hey, you know what? This is not fulfilling me. And we face that truth, then we end up having to do something. When you face that truth, it's hard. And that's the thing, is being truthful and being honest is not easy. So when we face that truth that, hey, you know what? I'm not happy. This isn't fulfilling me. Then we end up needing to do something and that's usually painful. That means having to end a relationship. That means having to quit a job. That means having to change a situation and that's never easy. It's never pleasant and it's always difficult. But that truth will set you free. That truth will allow you to then pursue something that does fulfill you, that does make you happy. And that's another thing that I really want to get across to you. They always say, right, and I'm sure all of you have heard the saying that the truth will set you free and that is the honest truth. It really will. The thing is that the truth is not easy. Honesty is sometimes, and actually many times, much more difficult than lying, than being dishonest, than being dishonest to others and being dishonest with yourself. And why is this? It's because honesty is scary. If you're being honest with somebody else about something, if you are telling the truth, it can be really scary because it feels like you're putting the power in someone else's hands. You don't know how somebody else is going to respond to the truth. If you're being completely honest about maybe something you've done that you're ashamed of or something that might hurt them, you don't know how they are going to respond, right? So it takes the control out of your hands and that's that's how it feels like. It feels like you don't have control. You can't predict their response. You can't predict if they're going to get mad, if they're going to get sad, if they're going to have an outburst, if they're going to retaliate in some way. You just have no control over that. So that's why a lot of times people resort to lying because lying is easier. It feels like you have more control. You're creating a false story and in all reality manipulating somebody's response. And you're creating something in order to get a response that you want. That's what a lie is. It's a manipulation. And that's why though, a lot of the times it's easier because then you don't have to deal with that uncertainty. And uncertainty is scary. As we all know, especially with the times that we're living in now, there's so much uncertainty and that is scary as heck. So that's why a lot of times people lie, right? But for myself, and I'm sure a lot of you feel the same way, I personally can't deal with lies being lied to or lying. I would rather be hurt by the truth 
Because for myself, my whole mentality about this is that I know I will get over the hurt. If somebody's honest with me and it's a painful truth, if it's something kind of brutal, I know that I'll get over it and I will heal from it. But at least I know that the person that delivered this message is honest. I will feel like I can trust them. It creates trust and lies create a lack of trust. And honestly, it breaks bonds. It really can. It can be very harmful to relationship. Whereas truth and honesty create trust and allows for openness, vulnerability, and deeper connections. So that's another reason why I really want to encourage for you guys listening to be more honest and truthful with others and with yourself. But it can be challenging and I understand that. I understand that being honest and being truthful with yourself and with others is not easy. It is a hard thing to do. And there are things that you really need to do in order to do this successfully. So I kind of want to give you guys some pointers here. If you are delivering truth to somebody that might not necessarily be so pleasant, you have to be able to deliver, at least do your best to deliver a message in a gentle, tactful, and respectful way. You have to be able to be completely candid, but also think about how you deliver that message. Think about how you would want to receive a message of truth. Think about how you would feel before you actually deliver that message. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. I know it's hard, but really try and do that. Think about how the message is delivered because that's going to have a lot to do with the response that you receive. On the receiving end, you have to be able to take truth in a way that's not defensive or combative in any way. You have to be able to hear it, receive it, process it, rationalize it, and respond honestly and in a way that's constructive to the relationship with the person that's delivering this message to you. And that's also very difficult to be able to receive a harsh truth. And I know for myself, there have been certain circumstances that have made that very difficult. But I'm also kind of lucky that I feel like I grew up in environments where I got a lot of really harsh, constructive criticism. And I had to learn how to take that. And I got that a lot growing up in the dance world. I got that a lot when I was in my theater classes. So I was kind of forced to be able to take some really harsh harsh truth in a way that actually wasn't so nice. So I feel like it kind of helped me develop some thick skin, but you really have to be able to take this sort of truth. If you want the truth, if you want to live that sort of life, you really do need to be able to develop that skill of being able to take some very harsh criticism and not be reactive. And it takes practice, but it's something that you need to practice if you want to have truthful and honest, open relationships. Good communication is needed on both ends. And as a person um, wanting to be more honest and truthful, you have to also be able to accept that this actually isn't always going to be possible. There are going to be times that you express truth and people will not always respond the way that you want. Some people will be defensive. Some people will get mad. Some people will get combative and rude and have very harsh responses and not be able to receive what it is that you're saying. But as the deliverer of truth, you also have to take the responsibility to deliver this truth in a loving way and from a loving place and with good intentions. And you also have to realize that you might be attacked and you really need to be able to just receive that as well and not attack back. 
which I think that's really hard for some people because it is some people's nature to be combative and retaliate if somebody is defensive and rude and mean. But if you want that honest, open communication with people and and live a truthful life, you can't do that. It's counterproductive and it's just not useful. And also we have to remember to not be spiteful. When somebody responds in a way that we don't like, we can't attack back. Another thing that I really want to bring up with this whole thing about being honest and being truthful and living an honest life and a better life is that a lot of people, and I have seen this a lot, are kind of mean with their truth and they do it in the name of, oh, I'm quote unquote just being honest. And that's not a good thing either. Like people will straight up be mean and and say really rude things to people and in a very hurtful way. And when people do get hurt, they're like, oh, why why are you hurt? I'm just being honest. And that's not okay either. What I'm trying to tell you is to live an honest life, be truthful in your relationships and things like that for the sake of having good relationships in order to foster good relationships and to have a clear conscience and to live a life that is good. Not to be mean and spiteful in the name of, oh, I'm just being honest. That's not okay, and that's not at all what I'm encouraging here. I'm encouraging honesty and truthfulness from a place of love and with the intention of living a better life, living an honest life, and helping others do the same and being able to communicate from a really good, loving, well-intended place. And especially right now with everything that's going on in the world, I know it's really challenging and we're having to communicate in ways that we're not used to and communicate more. And also a lot of spouses and significant others are spending much more time with each other. So they're having to deal with a lot of issues that maybe they hadn't had to deal with before, maybe because they spent a lot of time apart or because they just didn't have the time. I find that a lot of couples during this time are either becoming closer or the opposite. And I urge you to just start working on your relationships and coming from a place of love and honesty. And I hope that all of this information helps you a little bit more and makes you think a little bit about what you're doing and how you choose to live your life moving forward. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast. I really hope that you took something positive away from listening to me today. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you, and you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and now on TikTok at Evita Carrasco, that's E-V as in Victor, I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Today's final quote comes from Fred Rogers, and he says, Honesty is often very hard. The truth is often painful, but the freedom it can bring is worth the trying. I really hope that you take this quote to heart and that you live your best life. I hope that you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast, and until next time, stay blessed and be positive.